Hello and welcome to New Creation Common Prayer, a daily communal prayer and worship practice for followers of Christ. Our call to worship today comes out of Psalm 80. Shepherd of Israel, listen, you, the one who leads Joseph as if he were a sheep, you who are enthroned upon the winged heavenly creatures, show yourself before Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh. Wake up your power, come to save us. Restore us, God, make your face shine so that we can be saved. Lord God of heavenly forces, how long will you fume against your people's prayer? You fed them bread made of tears. You've given them tears to drink three times over. You've put us at odd with our neighbors. Our enemies make fun of us. Restore us, God of heavenly forces. Make your face shine so that we can be saved. You brought a vine out of Egypt. You drove out the nations and planted it. You cleared the ground for it. Then it planted its roots deep, filling the land. The mountains were covered by its shade. The mighty cedars were covered by its branches. It sent its branches all the way to the sea. Its shoots went all the way to the Euphrates River. So why have you now torn down its walls so that all who come along can pluck its fruit, so that any boar from the forest can tear it up, so that the bugs can feed on it? Please come back, God of heavenly forces. Look down from heaven and perceive it. Attend to this vine, this root you planted with your strong hand, this son whom you secured as your very own. It is burned with fire. It is chopped down. They die at the rebuke coming from you. Let your hand be with the one on your right side, with the one whom you secured as your own. Then we will not turn away from you. Revive us so that we can call on your name. Restore us, Lord God of heavenly forces. Make your face shine so that we can be saved. Our Old Testament reading comes out of the book of Genesis, chapter 25, beginning with verse 19. These are the descendants of Isaac, Abraham's son. Abraham became the father of Isaac. Isaac was 40 years old when he married Rebekah, the daughter of Bethuel the Aramean, and the sister of Laban the Aramean, from Padan Aram. Isaac prayed to the Lord for his wife, since she was unable to have children. The Lord was moved by his prayer, and his wife Rebekah became pregnant. But the boys pushed against each other inside of her, and she said, If this is what it's like, why did it happen to me? So she went to ask the Lord, and the Lord said to her, Two nations are in your womb. Two different peoples will emerge from your body. One people will be stronger than the other. The older will serve the younger. When she reached the end of her pregnancy, she discovered that she had twins. The first came out red all over, clothed with hair, and she named him Esau. Immediately afterward, his brother came out gripping Esau's heel, and she named him Jacob. Isaac was 60 years old when they were born. When the young men grew up, Esau became an outdoorsman who knew how to hunt, and Jacob became a quiet man who stayed at home. Isaac loved Esau because he enjoyed eating game, but Rebekah loved Jacob. Once, when Jacob was boiling stew, Esau came in from the field hungry and said to Jacob, "'I'm starving. Let me devour some of this red stuff.' That's why his name is Edom. Jacob said, Sell me your birthright today. Esau said, Since I'm going to die anyway, what good is my birthright to me? Jacob said, Give me your word today. And he did. He sold his birthright to Jacob. So Jacob gave Esau bread and lentil stew. He ate, drank, got up, and left, 
showing just how little he thought of his birthright. Our epistle reading comes out of the book of Hebrews, chapter 13. Keep loving each other like family. Don't neglect to open up your homes to guests, because by doing this, some have been hosts to angels without knowing it. Remember prisoners as if you were in prison with them, and people who are mistreated as if you were in their place. Marriage must be honored in every respect with no cheating on the relationship, because God will judge the sexually immoral person and the person who commits adultery. Your way of life should be free from the love of money, and you should be content with what you have. After all, he has said, I will never leave you or abandon you. This is why we are confidently, we can confidently say, the Lord is my helper, and I won't be afraid. What can people do to me? Remember your leaders who spoke God's word to you. Imitate their faith as you consider the way their lives turned out. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Don't be misled by the many strange teachings out there. It's a good thing for the heart to be strengthened by grace rather than by food. Food doesn't help those who live in this context. We have an altar, and those who serve as priests in the meeting tent don't have the right to eat from it. The blood of the animals is carried into the Holy of Holies by the high priest as an offering for sin, and their bodies are burned outside the camp. And so Jesus also suffered outside the city gate to make the people holy with his own blood. So now let's go to him outside the camp, bearing his shame. We don't have a permanent city here, but rather we are looking for the city that is still to come. So let's continually offer up a sacrifice of praise through him, which is the fruit from our lips that confess his name. Don't forget to do good and to share what you have, because God is pleased with these kinds of sacrifices. Our gospel reading comes out of the Gospel of John, chapter 7, beginning with verse 37. On the last and most important day of the festival, Jesus stood up and shouted, All who are thirsty should come to me. All who believe in me should drink. As the scripture said concerning me, rivers of living water will flow out from within him. Jesus said this concerning the Spirit. Those who believed in him would soon receive the Spirit, but they hadn't experienced the Spirit yet, since Jesus hadn't been glorified. When some in the crowd heard these words, they said, This man is truly the prophet. Others said, He's the Christ. But others said, The Christ can't come from Galilee, can he? Didn't the scripture say that the Christ comes from David's family and from Bethlehem, David's village? So the crowd was divided over Jesus. Some wanted to arrest him, but no one grabbed him. The guards returned to the chief priests and Pharisees who asked, Why didn't you bring him? The guards answered, No one has ever spoken the way he does. The Pharisees replied, Have you too been deceived? Have any of the leaders believed in him? Has any Pharisee? No, only this crowd, which doesn't know the law. And they are under God's curse. Nicodemus, who was one of them and had come to Jesus earlier, said, Our law doesn't judge someone without first hearing him, and learning what he is doing, does it? They answered, You are not from Galilee too, are you? Look it up, and you will see that the prophet doesn't come from Galilee.
can't go back to the beginning can't control what tomorrow will bring but I know here in the middle is the place where you promise to be not enough unless you come will you meet me here again cause all I want is all you are will you meet me here again Creed is a statement of Christian faith that goes back all the way to the year 325. It is a recitation of the common faith among all Christians about the triune God, 
the world, the church, and our future hope in God's restoration of the world. It holds a special place among Christian creeds of faith as the only creed that has been affirmed by the Protestant, Catholic, and Eastern Orthodox branches of Christianity. We'll be reciting it every devotion between our song and prayer time. If you know it, feel free to recite it along with me. If not, take this opportunity to listen to the core of our faith that has been handed down to us for nearly 2,000 years. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that is seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten, not made, of one being with the Father, through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation, he came down from heaven. By the power of the Holy Spirit, he became incarnate from the Virgin Mary and was made man. For our sake, he was crucified under Pontius Pilate. He suffered death and was buried. On the third day, he rose again in accordance with the scriptures. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father. With the Father and the Son, he is worshiped and glorified. He has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church, We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Now let's enter into a time of prayer for ourselves, our community, and the whole world. I invite you to lift your prayers silently or out loud, whichever is more comfortable depending on where you find yourself participating with us today. Let's pray. Lord, we pray for your church, both our local congregation and the church around the globe. Help us to be unified in your mission today. May we be great representatives of Christ wherever we find ourselves. Lord, we pray for those who are suffering whether sick, injured, or oppressed today. May they feel your comfort, strength, and peace. Lord, we pray for those who may consider us enemies, whom we have injured or offended. Grant them your peace and enable us to be peacemakers today. Lord, we come to you not just with needs, but also with thanksgivings for the many blessings that you've given us. We thank you for those blessings, including these. And now let us pray the prayer our Lord taught us. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. As we depart this time together, go with these words of reflection about God's great power in the past. The waters saw you, God. The waters saw you and reeled. Even the deep depths shook. The clouds poured water. The skies cracked thunder. Your arrows were flying all around. The crash of your thunder was in the swirling storm. Lightning lit up the whole world. The earth shook and quaked. Your way went straight through the sea. Your path went right through the mighty waters. But your footprints left no trace. You led your people like sheep under the care of Moses and Aaron. The same God that cared for them in the past cares for us now. So go today in the grace and peace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We'll see you tomorrow. New Creation Common Prayer is a ministry of New Creation Community Online, New Creation Community Middleton, and Nampa College Church. You can find out more about our ministries by visiting nampacollegechurch.com. Today's hymn was Here Again, performed by Ryan Gage and recorded and mixed by Drew McKellips. All scripture readings were out of the Common English Bible. Today's psalm, Old Testament, epistle, and gospel readings were by Caleb Daniels. Background music for New Creation Common Prayer was created by Keller Gage. Today's episode was produced and edited by Caleb Daniels.